<laughs> Welcome back to It Was Murder, the number one heart-to-heart podcast in the world. I'm your diehard romantic, Eric Blood. And I'm your devoted lover, Ellen Ito. And I'm the satisfied virgin, Joe Garber. And tonight we're going to talk about Fast and Furious 9. Yeah. Yes! <laughs> nine! Can you believe nine? nine films. Officially a saga. That's uh, right, family. This is our moment. Because <laughs> when you're here, your family, have yeah. a breadstick. We got a bucket of Corona. <laughs> <laughs> but we're not going to talk about Fast and Furious 9. Well, we no, although we will. Because we, we, we already will. did. <laughs> yeah, we did. <laughs> Before we started. But. Uh, we will talk tonight about heart and soul. Heart and soul. Hearts and soul. Hearts and soul. Martin soul. Martin soul. Martin soul. Martin soul. They said Martin soul a lot in that episode. And we will talk about that and other things in our segment we call the Minute Max, where we try to sum up the plot of the episode in 60 seconds or less. Usually not less. Well, actually, Ellen usually hits it with less. <laughs> and it's not me. let's see if she does it again because she starts. Uh, okay. <sighs> okay. 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 Here. Oh, I have an announcement. Oh. Before this begins. Go on. And by this, I mean, I don't know what I mean. And I think I've already revealed what I'm about to say, which is this week I'm bringing back drinking. To the podcast. Yay! <laughs> I did not hear you say That's that. That's right, everybody. I am drinking alcohol again. Welcome uh, during back. the podcast. I don't know uh, what I want. Like a medal? I don't know. I just I'm just predicating everything that happens from this point forward until we're done with this entire yeah thing. What are you drinking? Um, a scorpion? I'm drinking now. I uh, am koala, drinking peanut koala. Uh, Joe, I'm so glad you asked. <laughs> um, I am drinking a dark and stormy. Oh, nice. But it is in a gigantic it's glass. Huge. <laughs> and this is my second one. Yay. Oh, nice. <laughs> in wow. the last 20 minutes. Oh, back and <laughs> <at> strong. <laughs> Coming in hot. Coming in hot. Mm-hmm. It almost dulls the impact of the harsh train sounds. All right. Heart and soul. All right, so the hearts got a talking alarm clock that I think I want Jennifer to pull a shotgun out from underneath her pillow and blow into smithereens, but she seems like she loves it as much as I love her shiny satin turquoise robe. Anyways, um, Jonathan gets a suit. They're going to a film premiere, but the suit is for like 15 Jonathans, and so he goes to talk to the tailor who just yells a lot and is kind of like a cartoon Jewish tailor, and then there's some mix up about a made up CIA thing to expose an actually British actor playing Patrick Burke, British double agent. There's some shit about, I don't know, you know, um, maybe I drank too much already. There's um, a guy in, oh, the guy who plays a yelling tailor. Oh, never mind. Wow, this is not going the way that I hoped. I'm so hot, you guys. There's a heat wave. Forgive me, everybody. Bye. It is. We, oh, wow. we do. We do have to forgive Ellen for, because she is living in a place that uh, was 106 degrees today. Oh my god! I and just it's love a city, that. a city that is not 
made for 106 degree weather. I love that you announced that you're drinking again and then that was your minute pass. <laughs> That's such an amazing. This is what they call rock bottom, Melon. We... It's time to, <laughs> I'm time to make, some, make some tough choices. <laughs> Here's some Max. They did some stuff. <laughs> Welcome back to Intervention. <laughs> oh, I'm not crying. I'm your hypocritical Stop lover. Stop looking at me. <laughs> Stop looking at me. We can't assume we can't. <laughs> 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 Leave the frame. <laughs> uh, <laughs> we see her in like a mirror guzzling a bottle of rum. God, I'm so thirsty. <laughs> oh my gosh. That was amazing. But it is a record breaking heat wave in Tacoma, Seattle. So Yeah, Pacific Northwest is getting really pummeled. And we have a very temperate uh probably 70 80 degrees it's been 80 degrees here. like every day for the past week it's also been extremely humid though which i will i, I will not complain about right now <laughs> <laughs> but uh, i will just mention because it's gross and we're in front of one of our one of our three ac units <laughs> right now <laughs> you know what's so great and or terrible about the minute maxes is that in a week i get another chance i love that about them mm. and the podcast in general Yes. Mm. Okay, well, I'm going to give it a go. <laughs> uh, heart and soul. Um, I don't know why the hearts have a talking alarm clock or why Jonathan wears medallions to bed, but he <laughs> uh, gets a suit. He has a tailor-made suit that doesn't fit, so he goes to the tailor. The tailor then um, says, he, oh, it mixed up with this guy named Martin Soul. And then they say Martin Soul 4,000 times in the episode. Mm-hmm. He goes to find Martin Soul and Annette, who's... Susie's hey! maid uh, oh. says, oh, hey, Mr. Soul, blah, blah, blah. And then a body falls out of the uh, closet, which is another heart to heart classic. Um, they see Shame. a note for Pompeii restaurant at six o'clock. And I was really hoping that they were going to get pizza. pizza but they, place. <laughs> they ended up yet again at the restaurant <laughs> where uh, they heard that it was Mrs. Soul, a.k.a. Jennifer's birthday, and they gave her a whole-ass cake with a taper candle in it that exploded, which <laughs> Joe called. Um, anyway, it's a big spy thing, and there's a CIA agent that helps them, and it ends in a movie theater. <laughs> Shit. I'm so, sorry, guys. This one was rough. <laughs> There's uh, a lot. This is a hard one to sum up in a minute. <laughs> there are a lot of plot points. There's a lot. All right. Hearts and soul. So Jonathan's suit gets switched for a larger suit. So he goes to find out who has his suit. And it's a guy named uh, Martin Soul. And he's staying at the Mar- uh, Marina Del Rey Hotel. So he goes there. And the maid's like, thinks he's Mr. Soul. So he just goes with it. But then he opens the closet and a dead guy falls out. Oh, no. And there's an evil guy in the hallway <laughs> watching this whole thing. And then Jennifer, when the cops come, Jennifer finds a note that says P- Pompeii Restaurant, 6 p.m. So they go to the restaurant. And the evil guy's there, watches them there, I think, and tries to explode them with a the birthday cake. But he <laughs> doesn't work, <laughs> obviously. Uh, so then he chases, or no, the CIA, a, a CIA agent chases Jonathan and Jennifer, but gets his tires popped. And then he shows up to their house later and tells him he's, I'm a CIA agent. We made up Martin Soul. He's not a real person. We just try to like root out other bad agents by having this person stay at different hotels around the world. Uh, so we're, we're going to catch him. Jonathan and this agent put on, so the, the bad guy kidnaps Jennifer. Jonathan and this agent put on a show where they shoot each other, pretend with blanks to get Jennifer back and to find out where he's keeping her in a theater, which he then... <laughs> the, the ends the episode we'll never know <laughs> yeah we'll, we'll never know, know. <laughs> we'll, never know what well let's see let's see if if the sisler family playhouse can oh, i feel like we should have like a we should come up with a jingle for them i, I was, thinking, I was like, thinking that sisler too. family playhouse <laughs> 
Playhouse, where the playhouse is mm. a bunch, like a chorus of people. Playhouse. I'll try to I'll try to come up with like a little drop that we can put in. <laughs> yeah. Sisler Family Playhouse presents Heart and Soul. Yes, that is the title. The Hearts plan to attend the movie premiere because making out in the roles is so season two. Ah, this Nakona suit has arrived. <laughs> Jonathan and Jennifer have nothing better to do than deliver suits. A dead body? Most hotels just have a mini bar. <laughs> darling, shouldn't we leave this to the police? No, darling, then there wouldn't be a podcast. Oh, crap, another car case. <laughs> Try the cake, Mrs. Hart. It's the bomb. Matlock's private eye tells Max that Martin's soul is a fake to trap a double agent. The a-hole professor from back to school is the traitor in question. The CIA talks Jonathan into being bait. Here's your spy code, Max. Small, Small pieces, pieces are, are bullshit. bullshit. <laughs> no one will be seated during the Robert Wagner auditions for James Bond portion of the show. Mayhem, Mayhem ensues. ensues. That guy confrontation timer, Jonathan channels Basil Exposition. Who has the real gun? Who cares? I'm Jonathan Hart, bitch. And the hearts get all dressed up for a booty call. <laughs> the end. Hey. Wow. That was great. Uh, that was amazing. I'm glad they called out back to school. <laughs> yeah. Right. There's, yeah. I mean, there's a lot in this episode besides what is actually in the episode. Mm. Um, like shootout movie theater, charade anybody? Uh, that was so good. Right? There's a lot. Also, the yelling Taylor, mm-hmm. he returns to the Heart and Hardiverse in one of the movies, actually. Oh, oh. yay. As the same character? As a Taylor? Yeah. Not as a Taylor. As the mayor of uh, a small town. It's like there's only 10 oh. actors in LA. and they, A they small fishing village <laughs> in the mountains. Uh, it's great to see him again. Uh, the craziest part about this episode for me is when Jennifer says, if we don't, there would be no podcast. And she refers to our podcast, <laughs> which is just a crazy time war. Uh, I know. It's amazing. That was insane. That kind of blew my mind. But she did. So, the, yeah. Are we in a, a, a temporal pincer move right now? <laughs> yes. Is it the Vulcan nerve pinch? Oh, yes. Of episodes? <laughs> did anyone else notice? That the British guy was a Vulcan. Oh yeah, <laughs> he was a Vulcan, it's a and Trek actually crossover. British, actually which made British, his yeah. menacing, slow-talking, yeah, British accent all the more penetrating. If I knew somebody was after me, and they mm-hmm. a CIA agent told me more CIA agents were going to show up, and one of them had an English accent, I think I would be like, "Uh, red flag, excuse me, that's a little strange." I mean, I'm sure there are English CIA agents, but they're probably pretty rare. I would think. I yeah, I would guess there aren't. Really, <laughs> <laughs> they're not allowed. <laughs> I mean, are they allowed? You don't have to be. I don't know. Well, you know, the CIA CIA operates completely in secrecy, so who knows? But uh, (laughs) it's it's an American agency. (laughs) And it is, although we are allies with the British. This is true. Yeah. Except for this guy, because he's a real stinker. Yeah, not this guy. But also, this happens in the Cold War reverse. Well, there you go. Cold War reverse? No, are you Cold War averse? Oh, um, no. I mean, yes. it happens. It happens. Uh, I'd have to publicly say yes. I am. In that moment of in death in the slow lane. I knew you were going to say it. Yeah, it happens in that moment of stupid old timey car shows where people dress up and eat uh, what looks like not very good fried chicken in costumes. I have no fried chicken with lace gloves. Yeah. Still, my favorite yeah. wrong thing to do. Yeah, fried chicken with lace gloves. That's like the rejected title of Margaret Mitchell's Gone with the Wind. <laughs> fried chicken with lace gloves and corsets. 
do we think the maid was the voice of that alarm clock? I was thinking yes. Yes. But uh, it could be anyone. But I, I was thinking that that sounded like her. Yeah, it sounded exactly like her. Why are you I still doing thinking, it bad? <laughs> I was thinking that that alarm clock voice made Mickey Mouse sound like he really brings the gravitas. <laughs> <laughs> that alarm clock, I was just like, I don't know who bought that for who yeah. or whom. It's also sounded, but that is very bad. It sounded like the maid from the Jetsons a little bit, right? Rosie? Yeah, Rosie. Rosie? <laughs> Mr. Jetson? Uh, <laughs> the, the amount that it talked was such a problem. Ugh, it such was such a problem. Just, like it's a haranguing alarm clock. Like it's not a talking alarm clock. It's not just saying like 702, 702. It's like actively telling you off and yeah. asking you what you were doing. It's pre-AI, fake AI. Yeah. Absolutely worse. I just can't think of anything I want to hear less than a human voice, voice. first thing in the morning. Especially that one. Maybe. Ugh. I guess it's barely a human voice. Does it say Mr. Hart at one point? Yes. It says, like, it's 7 p.m., Mr. Hart. It's all very personalized. Very programmable for the 80s. Mm -hmm. Pretty Not awful. Good to me. Wouldn't have thought they had that kind of technology looking at that tracking device that was the size of, like, a <laughs> fucking brick that they had to put in that um, briefcase. You mean the bizarre, the sonar <laughs> yeah. that they were using? Yes. Well, um, the other CIA agent does randomly say like it's the smallest transmitter we have it's like <laughs> what does that have to do with anything yeah but can't we pretend like there's a smaller one for a television show or <laughs> right it's like i actually think there are much much smaller transmitters and that we have seen them on heart to heart yeah this transmitter is like the size of like miniature playing cards with a giant red light on it mm -hmm. <laughs> i mean it's just not yeah. That's not the smallest transistor that no. <laughs> seems like it was the smallest thing that they could get a blinking red light on. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. Yeah, I feel like Heart Industries has invented things using Jonathan's knowledge of mm -hmm. transistor technology. Yeah. Um to make smaller transmitters than that. Totally. It, it, it was just, it's just not a good thing. Also, everyone's cars seem the cars that are large seem extra extra large this episode <laughs> yeah it's almost as if everyone who works for a spy agency is required in some sort of archaic agreement like some unilateral global agreement that if you're a spy you have to drive a car <laughs> that four other cars could technically fit into <laughs> yes. these cars are so big even yeah. by the standard of just basic ass late 70s 80s boat cars these are ships mm -hmm. yes these are ship cars <laughs> and not and there's in so many chase. of them yeah it's like no the way I mean, those cars like the car you would use as a hearse for a mask yeah the way <laughs> so those cars big. shift on top of their wheels like it's completely two separate <laughs> things is so in car chases that i've seen is looks so insane yeah <laughs> it does not look steady at all yeah they're just king-size beds with wheels yeah they're like spring yeah I, ooh, king-size beds with wheels foreshadowing heart to heart lovers um, oh. I oh, no. do think that if you are in the Central Intelligence Agency, that you should not, when you're trying to follow somebody after faking another agent's murder, that you should not then bring a giant van in as loudly as humanly possible, like two seconds. Mm -hmm. Like, it's just, 
I know these are not things that are new to the heart to heart world, but I just, it's like, can we at least pretend that the CIA can do something well? <laughs> just because, just yeah. because I have to believe that for like five seconds. But it just makes the hearts look smarter, right? Every yeah. time they have a law enforcement agent not doing their job well. Like the, the detective who's coming to solve a murder sits down and immediately starts eating his bag lunch at the murder scene. I thought he was Actually, the bad he sits guy. down and immediately starts insulting his wife who yeah. packed him a lunch. <laughs> yeah. And he's like, oh, you're yeah, going to give right. me diet food? And yeah. it's like, it's a sack, literally a sack <laughs> stuffed with food. Yeah. It's going to keep me full for five minutes. <laughs> yeah. It's like, I wouldn't worry about your diet, honey. Yeah. Should you not be getting crumbs all over the crime scene too, you <laughs> fucking idiot? I really thought he was going to be the bad guy. I thought like he he well, was he so is a bad inept. Guy. Yeah, he's a terrible guy, but he was so inept that I was just like he has to be in on this. That's just what they do the police and heart to heart which I am all for. He's, he's also part of that unusual heart to heart exchange program that the police agencies have where it seems like they get all, a lot of their detectives from like queens in 1949 <laughs> yeah, totally yeah and so they have exchange program going i'm not sure <laughs> how that looks on the other end of that exchange but it does really seem like a robust program <laughs> that they have going with lapd because that guy it's like wow you're i mean is this the honeymooners like why yeah. are you talking about your wife packing you a lunch that it just seems like just a brick sized a clump of Melba toast and a bunch of other random <laughs> yeah, shit in a disgusting. giant paper sack. But if that's the size um, of a tracking device, how big do you think their time machine is to bring these detectives? <laughs> it's like a fucking carnival it's cruise ship. It's going to be the smallest one that there is. Okay, Joe? <laughs> yeah, it's, like it's the smallest one that there is. And stadium. I don't know how many times I have to say that. How many times do I have to say that? State, the state I'm also of trying to drive. Thanks. I'm trying to drive this giant van. Oh, Ellen decided she's driving during the podcast too <laughs> while she drinks. Yeah. I thought that was the same van from Ex Wives Can Be Murder to the one. <laughs> That comes and takes uh what was her name what was what was max's ex-wife's name <laughs> from the san diego zoo i want to say domino <laughs> but i don't think that's it dot dotty i want to say domino dotty domino <laughs> something like that <laughs> dotty pearl? dolly domino dot <laughs> pearl 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 oh, danko danko, danko. <laughs> aka That's domino not to be confused with pearl Django. <laughs> domino it's, danko D domino is her cia agent yes. name yes it's a great name uh max got a fresh dye job oh. <laughs> really yeah his hair was particularly vibrant in color today oh i didn't even notice and i have to ask a i have to ask a tough question uh-oh if is, we were gonna kill max is this a different freeway <laughs> have we moved on to a new freeway i didn't notice if it was this freeway seems a little different. <laughs> Ellen seems like she knows and is have we, decided not have to tell Have we us. switched freeways? <laughs> it's, it was a different pose for freeway. It's a different tongue and demeanor. Freeway was lolling on the floor, whining because it wanted food from Max. And Max was like, uh-uh, you got to lose two pounds. Tongue tongue and demeanor. <laughs> freeway That's was like, pulling is a boba. That your artisanal, yeah. like lip balm store or something it's my little it's my little restaurant slash sundries it's your apothecary i think you might be right though honestly yeah i don't know it's hard to tell i'm thinking this is not we haven't we also haven't seen him in a while but maybe that's why maybe we haven't seen max of freeway in a while because freeway died and max was at his funeral max was mourning so you're saying you think that's the real max yeah 
<laughs> they didn't. Do you think they replaced Max? That's why his hair was so fresh. <laughs> I love Ellen said that as if that's not Lionel Stander. That's <laughs> that's Reginald well, Stander. Proven they have a time brother. machine, so why not? <laughs> hmm. um, a little sleepy. So that cop, mm. creepy, clo- creepy cop, or terrible cop in the hotel room that had the best wallpaper. I was just so um, obsessed with this wallpaper. It's great. Yeah. Um, really were they little birds? It's like three separate types <laughs> just of birds. Just like a pastel 80s fluttering. Mm-hmm. The yes. fluttering. But the cop says <laughs> he's referring to the dead body that fell out of the closet and he refers to it as poor Louis in the closet pushing up mothballs. Pushing up mothballs. Oh. Yeah. Mm. Real class act. Yeah. Jesus. Mm-hmm. Well, just eating Melba toast like his life depends on, <laughs> which according to him it does. Jennifer says about the dead man, it's too bad he never got to wear his new suit. And it's like, um, I don't know. <laughs> I guess they don't know him. So I guess it's fine. But I was like a little bit like, it's a dead man. <laughs> <laughs> That's weird to say that about a guy that you just saw dead. <laughs> well, I mean, come on. There wasn't a bubble bath nearby. Maybe it's not weird, though. If we saw a dead man and we didn't know him, and then I was like, well, he never got to wear his new suit. <laughs> what would you think? I don't know. That's actually, that seems like something I would say, but I would say it if it was like, if room service showed up and found a dead body, I'd be like, oh, he doesn't get his dinner. <laughs> <laughs> I would be like, oh. <laughs> Why didn't they make Harry, Harry's nephew go get the suit. I realize that's kind of a Joe-ish question where then there's no episode. Do you want to do a rewrite while you're at it? No, I do not. (laughs) But it really is just like, so Harry's just like such a good tailor that you just show up and he like weirdly gets so loudly in your face when you're telling him that he fucked up your suit. You're Mm -hmm. going to like a Francis Ford Coppola thing and your suit's all fucked up. And you have to do it yourself, and he's just like yelling in your face. Mm-hmm. Come on, about pleats. That's not good service. About pleats being back in fashion. Uh, I love. I did love that that they they were because <laughs> yeah, pleats. Um, pleats are a no no. He says pleats are back. You know, pleats. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> love that. I really love that. <laughs> and incredibly, twenty thirty seven years later. Is it thirty seven years later? Yes. Yes. Yeah. We are in a place where pleats are back. Yeah, mm-hmm. I know. Yeah, pleats I was just going to say, yeah, pleats are back again. Mm-hmm. And Jonathan is just there suffering the whole thing while mm-hmm. he talks to him. And Jonathan says something along the lines of, well, are you going to call him and try to get this suit or what? <laughs> and the, guy, <laughs> the guy's like, what do you think I'm doing? Looking for a doubles match partner? <laughs> it's like, Jesus. Yeah, it's just like, wow, that guy must be a really good tailor because <laughs> yeah. no. He's abrasive, but he's made he's Jonathan like 30 suits. How many suits I make for you, Jonathan? Like 20, 30, mm-hmm. bloody blah, bloody blah. Yeah. Just like, did you yell every time? <laughs> yeah. Did you yell about pleats? Every I don't time? like that. That is I a just, lot of suits. I mean, I, I, yeah. a good tailor is hard to find. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. I guess I just don't like I don't like yelling. Yeah. I agree. He was very abrasive. No. And then in the next scene, Jennifer's wearing pleated jorts to the hotel. Mm. Which I love. <laughs> I was like, if those are the pleats that are coming back, sign me up for pleats. <laughs> They're back, Joe. Pleated back. jorts are back. Back again. Mm. Ooh. I liked uh, Jonathan's mm. color story in the in in the hotel room with his <laughs> like I, I don't particularly care for the double-breasted suit jacket. Mm-hmm. 
mm. with the uh with the nautical gold buttons. But mm. uh I do like a gray suit, a pink shirt, and a burgundy tie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was good. That was nice, like just a little little twist. It also looked really good against that wallpaper. <laughs> that wallpaper is really great. Yeah. Is, he, is Jonathan rocking like a Lacoste? A cardigan later, like a navy. Is that is it Lacoste? I don't know. Oh, Do you remember that? Mm-hmm. When it's they're back home and kind of having a moment of like when Jonathan's like, I know that that's not. Wait for it, Martin's soul. <laughs> <laughs> because the man that fell out of the closet was my size or mm-hmm. half my size or whatever Jonathan says, and he's all. That's how I know that's not who the suit. So we never. So Martin Soul's dead. No, he doesn't. He never existed. Oh, he never. Martin Soul never existed. Oh, okay. Wow, you're confused about an episode that I'm not. No, I am. (gasps) I'm very confused about the uh, the inner workings of this plot. Mm. Um, Okay, but only Joe and I got you. We got you. We got you on this. Well, that that's both good and unnecessary because I also (laughs) don't care. (laughs) (laughs) It's not like you're doing a podcast about it. That that only encourages me more to (laughs) say something. Yeah. So check this out. Yeah. and Joe, feel free to jump in anytime. So the CIA finds out that Patrick Burke, British agent, weirdly working for the Central Intelligence Agency, um, they find out that he is leaking information. So they create the non-existent entity of Martin Soul and put it out there on the uh, on the uh, spy wire that. He has the information. He knows who the leak is. So they're using the fake Martin Soul as bait to lure out the leak. The leak is Patrick Burke. But so then William Dean was the coolest 80s eyeglasses ever. Hmm, yes. Is the mastermind, right? He's in charge of all these other agents, blah, blah. His partner is the dead guy that falls out of the closet. He's like, yeah, check this out. Uh, let me tell you all of the things that the CIA does, everybody. <laughs> Um, here's what we did. We made fake Martin Soul, and uh, now we got Patrick Burke where we want him, but we have fake uh, Martin Soul in these hotel rooms, and thanks very much, Jonathan. You totally fucked up our shit. Mm-hmm. Here's the fake gun, and um, we're going to train you with an elaborate backstory about the fake Martin Soul, even though we I don't know why we're doing that, because mm. it's not like we're going to let Patrick Burke put you in a room and interrogate you, or are we? Because Patrick <laughs> Burke is fucking going to kidnap your wife yeah. after giving Max a broken nerve pinch. While you are being trained, this this elaborate backstory. Yeah, your wife yeah. is being. So it's like, by. oh no, he's gonna know that you weren't in wherever. Yeah, we're not going to we're not gonna leave someone watching your house. Yeah, like we're not gonna leave anyone at your house to make sure that you're you're cool. Right. Oh, and by the way, just ask to see ID. Yeah, yeah. Literally, your doorbell's gonna ring like it's fucking Halloween night, mm-hmm. and everybody's gonna say they work for the CIA. Yeah. Just so let them all in. Don't question any of them. Just let all of them in. Why did Martin Soul order a suit? Why did the Why did they order a suit for him? Do we know that? Because that's what I mean. Is, don't you do that? Oh, uh, I would <laughs> if I was a fake CIA agent, right? It's <laughs> like you know what? CIA, charge it to the CIA, and and the maids all like like Annette, if that is still indeed her name. Um, Annette is all. Oh, it's another one of your suits. It's mm. like fuck. How many new suits is Martin Soul getting? 
Yeah. I never say this, but is that a waste of taxpayer money? <laughs> They're fleshing Probably. out the leak by just having a bunch of suits made for Martin Soul all over Los Angeles. Like every Los Angeles tailor was making a suit. I guess. For Martin Soul. <laughs> At least they're not anti-Semitic. Like to give them a paper trail? Is that why? I don't know. I didn't get that part, I guess. I guess. Or why wouldn't they just send out some shitty suit for dry cleaning? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, we don't have a... Well, I can only speak for myself. I don't have a lot of practice creating fake um, people. Mm. So I'm not sure how I would go about establishing that. You now, internet's different, right? Person. But if there's, not, if there's not internet, how do you make a fake person you order a suit yeah, you order a suit to their hotel room suit. in marina del rey <laughs> and that pretty much convinces everyone that there's a real person in that room that's yeah there you go <laughs> a real gigantic person <laughs> i love when the the dead body falls on jonathan and the maid says oh mr soul what have you done <laughs> <laughs> i love that she should have be real <laughs> we love anything that actress says this ever. is true I have loved I've loved that actress and anything she says since nine to five because she is also at a girl. The, <laughs> oh yeah. Right. She is the comic gold of nine to five million percent. Do you think Pompeii the restaurant will leave you in ruins? <laughs> yes. Well, well I think I think uh, the, the cake answered the pizza that will, yeah. yeah. The pizza will leave you in ruins. Our cakes though <laughs> will blow your mind. <laughs> blow your mind so i uh, this i maybe thought about how you make a stick of dynamite into a <laughs> birthday candle a little bit more and i was like okay so you have the stick of dynamite and you dip it in wax like a regular candle you just extend the you have an the long fuse on the dynamite mm-hmm. but you dip it into wax and build up like that little extra quarter mm-hmm. inch of wax or whatever right so that it just looks and burns like a candle until the wax melts away and then it's like oh shit Kaboom. it's dynamite hopefully yeah. the wax isn't hot enough to ignite the dynamite i don't know how hot you have to get dynamite based on watching sorcerer not very hot well that was really old dynamite yeah, that had that been was, sweating uh, nitroglycerin nitroglycerin yeah Is that old ass british cia double agent dynamite yeah <laughs> <laughs> um Happy birthday, Mrs. Martin Soul. Yeah. They gave her a whole <laughs> cake. Yeah. A whole I know. Big-ass That's cake. so suspect, first of all. With a taper in it. Like as soon as I saw that, I'd be like, oh, excuse me. Yeah. No. No. <laughs> We're not gonna eat this. I mean, that is a, a big cake. <laughs> ass candle for your even for a whole cake. That's like that's I mean, it's not like one of those ones that you people use in their bathtubs where it's like a four-inch circumference aromatherapy Glass. bullshit candle, <laughs> yeah. but it's not not that. No, it's a taper. It's a taper that you put in your candelabra. This is... I have a practical joke in my brain that's been in my brain for so long where you make a very relaxing bath candle and you put like an M80 in the middle of it so that you're, <laughs> when people are relaxing in the bath, that candle explodes shards of glass everywhere. So people never accept what a candle fuck? from Joe. I, I don't know why that entered my brain. And it explodes shards of glass everywhere <laughs> why not nails yeah and nails you could you could put some little thumbtacks inside there too a dirty yes. bath bomb a, yeah, yeah. It's a bath bomb sorry sorry joe but if you're really serious about it being funny you need to put nails in there. <laughs> i am <laughs> 
And gasoline, some yeah, gasoline a little bit bubbles. Of gas. Just an accelerant, some accelerant. <laughs> yeah. um, so this was a very uh, satisfying scene to watch after having that practical joke in my brain. The, I believe and it. Well, because Joe, it. as soon as the cake arrived, Joe went, that's going to explode. <laughs> I just knew immediately. Just I like, also did that, but I said it to no one. Yeah. It's just so clearly going to explode. <laughs> But it's like, well, there's right. no reason I'm pretty sure that. Jennifer knows that it's not Mrs. Soul's birthday. Yeah. Oh, my God. But so they explain this exploding cake later by saying if he wanted to, like, Jonathan asks the CIA agent and the, the agent says, if you wanted to kill you, you'd be dead. He was trying to show you that he could or knew that you were up to something or that he was trying to it's intimidate. A warning. Yeah. Yeah. But it's a warning. why is he warning? <laughs> Jonathan slash who soul. he thinks is soul at this point, I think. Because he doesn't ever know who Jonathan is actually until the theater, right? Yes. Well, he was suspicious when he kidnapped Jennifer. Yeah. Because they have names. <laughs> right. After he Vulcan death grips Max, yeah. which yet again, Max gets sapped by two little fingers, mm-hmm. which was really funny. <laughs> Right, and just like the close up on it was like really I'm like, wow, this is like a how to Vulcan nerve pinch. I just like nails in a bomb jarring. (laughs) I'm glad that Max just calmly like went to sleep though and was able to lay down instead of just instead of falling over, he just laid down flat. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Again, freeway, no help. He says I wrote this quote down. Hey, wait a minute. (laughs) (laughs) That's what Max says as he's going down. Hey, wait a minute. Blah. <laughs> Blah. <laughs> I love that. Oh, God. <laughs> That's so Max to say something like That's that. That's so Max. Dick gripped. That's so Max. That's so Max. I have two small rewrites for this episode. I'm not going to say them right now, but they both involve small people. rewrites, or does that just mean they don't very go small, on very long? They're 30 seconds long each. Minor and they minor both, rewrites. They both involve people getting shot in the head. I just want to tease that out. <laughs> and I'll tell you later. They both involve bath candles that explode. <laughs> yeah, they both involve candles. <laughs> don't worry about it. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Oh my god! One of them would one of them would work. One of them would really wouldn't work because you take out a principal character. Hang on, hang on. <laughs> okay, I'm ready. <laughs> Ellen's driving, and that was her shifting gears. Yeah, Ellen had to park. She had to pull over and have, have another <laughs> sip of her drink. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> do, do we know why he takes him to a theater? <laughs> what? Oh, that was a car. She hit a car. <laughs> She just took out a rearview mirror. Yeah. <laughs> Hang on, I think there's a cup of honey. Uh, so you have a boat car. Um, oh my god! Why does he take them to a movie theater? Do we know? Oh, that? because it's totally. I believe it's it's a charade reference. I think you're uh, right, but I, I I thought that too because I was like, why is his? <laughs> well, okay, no, this makes sense now. The theater is closed we know from the marquee that it's not opening until the following week. Although we don't know when that marquee was put up. So maybe it's <laughs> about to open. I mean, they had white heat queued up and yeah, ready, it was to, ready, to, ready go. to play. Is that right. what that movie Which was? is amazing. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> white heat. It was great. I adored that ending Me too. sequence to this episode. I thought it Me was too. so good. 
I also love that theater, the Loyola Theater, mm. um, which which I've seen in other other things. Mm-hmm. Um, but oh god, I love I I loved that. I loved the whole thing with the lights going out and the two guns. Like all, it was all really great, just perfect. Mm. Really, um, really great. Hundred foot tall pea green velvet curtains lining an entire giant room aren't isn't my favorite look for a room. Do you prefer the red? Yes. The to this. Hmm. I like the green. I like Saturated the green. green. I like the I, although blue is my favorite. I do not like that green. I like blue. I like maybe burgundy. Mm-hmm. I'll do it. So, yeah, and no, I'll when it. I, which I like the color burgundy. Hmm. I don't think I've. I don't think I've ever been in a movie theater that had green. I haven't either. Velvet, but that, I, I thought that was cool. That specific color of green, though, reminds me of like everything bad about the seventies. Like bad seventies, <laughs> everything is that green to me. From your previous oh, life, <laughs> from the we had green wood, pa- like birch, fake birch wood paneling in my house growing up. That was that color green. The what? the texture on the birch was that color green it was so gross and i think and that was our playroom as a kid so being surrounded by that with like the toys oh. it was a weird vibe hmm. i didn't like it so that's what it reminded me of weird wait yeah. does the blood family home have a, a so-called playroom no i no. didn't grow up in the blood family home. yeah jo- jo- no jo- i'm asking joe's not my brother no i'm asking eric about his own house <laughs> no we did not have a, we did not have a playroom um, <laughs> it was so funny if ellen thought we were brothers until this moment i asked eric about his family experience separately after you said yours mm-hmm. um <laughs> the ito family playroom mm. has um like ashwood Oh, paneling in it. Mm. Well, in part of it. What color so, is ashwood? Like a dark. It's just. Brown? It's just ugly. Oh. <laughs> is it gray? It's it's gray. Like it's a it's a soft gray. It's kind of a drift, almost a uh, driftwood gray. So no, it doesn't have like a super naughty pine vibe, but it doesn't not have that. Mm. No pun intended. My grandparents, uh, who had like the classic split level home, mm-hmm. um. Their downstairs, their den, uh, the mm-hmm. downstairs room that we basically spent almost all of our time in because that's where the TV and the stereo was, and my mm-hmm. grandfather's bar. Um, yep, that was gray wood paneled. Mm. Yeah, uh, so same same with my parents' home. So in the basement, there was a bar made of the same wood paneling, a built-in bar, a white rock fireplace in the basement. Ooh, and then the paneling on two of the walls hmm. and the bar. So the wall, it was the bar along the same wall underneath the windows and then, and then the white rock fireplace. The Garraway bar. Which my mother has removed. <laughs> the the Garraway bar was red and black vinyl checkered, like quilted oh vinyl checkered. Mm. And wow. The back of the bar was a uh, marble mirror. Ooh, I love oh, marble shit. mirror. Yeah. Like gold, awesome. the gold marble mirror? No, it was gray. It it matched the, <sighs> the wood panel. Wow. So it was it was kind of fabulous. And the bars, like the 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 where the booze bottles sat were just glass. Hmm. They were just clear glass. Like vetoes. Oh, see, that's a full on bar. Like the Ito's basement. I mean, my parents were not big drinkers once the generation of drinkers above like my mom's aunts and uncles, my great aunts and uncles were like the classic highball generation. Also very glamorous. But like by the time it was just my childhood, the bar had 
a map of the solar system uh, tacked up behind it, an actual sign that was a notice to all people of Japanese ancestry to evacuate or Whoa. Uh, concentration camps. I know my parents are very strange. And then like a bunch of my spelling bee trophies. Aww. <laughs> spelling bee. Both, um, both reminders of traumatic events in their past. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, totally. Uh, I just remembered that the green birch textured playroom also had green shag carpeting on the floor. Oh, okay. And then white popcorn ceiling. So it was all green. I can't remember the Garraway carpet. I think it was, I believe it was black and red fleur-de-lis. Um, but it wasn't shag. It was it was just uh, carpet, carpet. It was it was gross and it was it burned. Oh. But the the thing, my favorite memory of my grandfather's bar, um, he I found out much later in life that he was a big drinker. Go figure. Uh, <laughs> but he referred to his alcohol as blabbermouth, which I've always found funny and always oh, wanted to just amazing. adopt. But I don't. I haven't yet for some reason. Blabbermouth. He's going to pour himself some blabbermouth. I don't uh, get it. Just kidding. <laughs> um, he needed a podcast. But my favorite thing about his bar was that there was always a Tupperware container of spicy pork rinds and very frequently a bag of Lay's sour cream and onion potato chips. <laughs> Nobody wanted. Uh, my, when my mom had um, this person that came to destroy all the aesthetic value of my parents' basement, uh, removed the bar. And I like went over there and kicked up a fuss. She legitimately she goes, "Well, when it's your house, you can decide what happens in the basement." <laughs> <laughs> I love that. I was like, "Ooh, sick burn, Joycito." Put a bar well back played. in. <laughs> but mostly, I just like that the bar hid even more of my boxes of forty fives and whatnot in yeah. Joycito's museum of mud honey. So, mm. whatever. But also, the carpet that they put in there over the starburst, like mid sixties um, linoleum floor of my childhood. Uh, I absolutely like they put that carpet in and not even a week later, I was fucking around with the fire, a fire in the fireplace and Ooh. just burned the biggest, oh. craziest melted Fuck. thing in there. And there's just no hiding it. So I just like, just left it and went about my business in the hopes that no one would ever say anything. <laughs> yeah. Did they it's say something? Lie. Oh, eventually you didn't put a toy over it. <laughs> put a spelling bee trophy on top of it. <laughs> 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 uh. I, I would apologize for my excellent spelling. <laughs> Fun fact, the very first uh, spelling bee trophy I ever got, we had to send it back to the trophy makers because they spelled my last name wrong. Oh, How did God. they spell it? so made up, that doesn't it? That is crazy. But that really happened. Yeah. How did they spell it? ETO. ETO. Oh. Here's a tip from a spelling bee champion, uh, trophy <laughs> makers. Uh, you can't trust phonetics, okay? Mm-hmm. Do you want to hear my first rewrite? Yes. So after Wait, does somebody get shot in the head? Yes. <laughs> Spoiler alert. When they throw the briefcase with the tracking device out of the car, Jonathan and the kidnapper drive away, and then the cyclist <laughs> picks it up, and then and then They're the CIA agents, anymore. yeah, the CIA agents come to the park and see the cyclist with it. They don't ask any questions, they shoot him in the head immediately <laughs> for stealing that <laughs> tracking device. I just think that would be so incredible. I don't know why. He's Weird just like this innocent tracking dude. Device, it really is the smallest one we have. Yeah. <laughs> It's light and small. I kind of love that scene because it was so just non sequitur and weird. This kid picks up the this kid kid. He's probably sixteen. Picks up a, a briefcase. 
and then just rides away on his bike. I was really like, "That's me." I loved it. That is really me. That was like that was the the portal to a spinoff series about a sixteen-year-old kid who loves. Yeah, it's called Jimmy and his tracking device. Jimmy and is very small, the smallest. <laughs> Jimmy and the smallest tracking device. It was called Small Wonder, and then this other show took <laughs> very small tracking device, the smallest we make. <laughs> I love I that. I live for the shots of the um, transmission detector in the van. Oh, the the pong game that they were just yes. staring yes, at. were amazing. Where I was like, in my mind, for some reason, I kept hearing the voice from the TV commercial for the game, you sank my battleship. Uh-huh. It's completely that where it's like, these are the quadrants. I feel like, I mean, F5. They've used green Miss. screen in episodes before, but this <gasps> oh. episode, that shot of the tracking device, it was just obviously a still photo of the dash with the tracking device. It was device. very weird. It looked like a driver's ed simulator. Yeah, from with like a black line around it because the keying is so bad. And yes. then they did that earlier in the episode with when Jennifer, Jennifer's compact. Yeah, she's looking at her compact mirror to see the car behind her. And if you look at her hand, it's just a still photo of her hand holding the mirror and like black <laughs> shitty key so that the background's moving. But it's really great. I really like that stuff. Her I don't compact. know. I liked her compact. It was big and kind of fancy. Yeah, and it was like and super smart. Iridescent red. Like it was pretty. You love a compact, yeah. yeah. And she was looking at it to see the CIA agent following them. Yes. I had a, a moment where when they were at Pompeii, not Pompeii Pizza, Pompeii the restaurant, um, <laughs> and they had uh, prosciutto and melon as their starter. Yes. And then when they were finishing their meal, they both had an espresso, right? They had a cappuccino. And I was like, oh, it's 1984, and they're ordering cappuccinos. Rad. Yeah, at nighttime. But then I think, oh, no, I'm not going to tell the story. Never mind. Uh, is it about nails? <laughs> <laughs> no, it's not about nail bombs or tree bombs or shooting people in the head. It was actually just going to be about how um, how when I was high school, I asked my parents <laughs> to buy me an espresso machine. <laughs> and you burned and the I'm shit out of the carpet with that it? It was kind of douchey. Yeah, it was douchey of me to do that. Uh, and then when I took it away to the so-called college, it was college. I don't know why. The so-called that. college. Um, that uh, someone complained um because they didn't know what the sound was when i was making espresso oh i'm assuming milk it's like you fucking peasants <laughs> um what did you major at college spelling no but i could have yeah. right it's like oh i graduated summa cum laude uh for spelling <laughs> spelling. thanks everybody i'm getting my master's in spelling <laughs> all the time you put into those bees um do you want what was your other rewrite yeah I was about to ask if you wanted to hear. Wait, my other does somebody rewrite. get shot in the head? Maybe. Does Maybe not. Spell <laughs> Actually, <laughs> somebody just trying to relax with their fucking pumpkin spice bath candle, and then they get a shard of glass in their neck. Kaboom! <laughs> this one is a bit of a mystery as to whether someone gets shot in the head or not. Uh, I'll wait for Eric to come back before. Eric I just literally him. ran out of the room. Yeah, he doesn't want to hear my rewrites anymore. I'm also going around the room. Bye, Joe. Oh, bye. <laughs> wait. Oh, Eric, you're back. I don't care if we Ellen's going to peel out of the room. Oh, wait for me because you know I love it when people get shot in the head. Ellen, <laughs> Ellen's running into a rest stop. <laughs> She's like in the outskirts of Tacoma. Ellen's at a Carl's Jr. drive drive through <laughs> right now. <laughs> you can hear her ordering if you listen closely. Second rewrite. Can you write for 
So, and not to bring up Corey, but he will love this one because when did the, you just bring up Corey? Because yes. I'm enraged. No, I said not to bring Love him you, Corey. up. I said not to bring him up. But before you did. That. No, I didn't because I said I'm but not to bring did. him up. But I said no. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, Jonathan's on the phone with the kidnapper who has Jennifer tied to a chair mm-hmm. right next to him, and mm-hmm. Jonathan says, "Let me talk to Jennifer to make sure she's okay." And the kidnapper mm-hmm. is very specifically says three words. I'm all right. He hands the phone to Jennifer. And what does Jennifer do? She says, I'm all right, darling. And then we cut back to Jennifer, to Jonathan. And there's a gunshot through the phone. <laughs> That's <laughs> fucking great. But that, that is great. But I, I do think maybe he was like, oh, wait, do the British not use all right as a contraction? Like, is that is do the British say both or I guess, right? I can't Both believe a words. spelling trivia is coming up right now. <laughs> well, the kids are all right. Yeah. No, it's it all right. Is all right even a word? A-L-R-I-G-H-T? I don't think that's even a word. Is it? I think it's always is it two really? words. Am I just an idiot? Yeah. I All right is, I mean, if you're going, I mean, I don't know if the who is, is the British bellwether for <laughs> that. To me, it is. And so in that case, the kids are all right. It's just one word with a single L. Apparently that's informal. Oh, yeah, it is. Interesting. Yeah, Jennifer said four words when he specifically said to say three. So she should have been shot in the face. And the fourth word she chooses to die over is darling, which I know Corey will love. Not to bring up Corey. (laughs) Didn't bring him up, but after that moment, uh, Jonathan and the kidnapper, whose name we probably could have learned at this point in the podcast... (laughs) Have Ellen like knows. this alpha male yell st- yelling standoff thing. That's oh, kind of, I hate the yelling. It's kind of unusual for Jonathan, and it's didn't. It was a little awkward. Mm-hmm. It didn't really play well. I, I thought. I yeah, it like was that. weird. It was a. It was a dissonant. There was a dissonance in the heart to heart of hers. It was a sort of a Vin Diesel kind of move. <laughs> oh my god! Wait, no, Stop we can't. We can't. We can't. We can't talk about nine. <laughs> talk about family. We can't talk about family nine. <laughs> nine. Nine. Um, how about that Sisler family playhouse level production when they were shooting at each other in the parking lot? <laughs> and then the CIA member goes flying, twirling through the air. Oh when my he gets God. Shot. His legs. He did like a weird yeah. like back handspring or yeah. some shit. His, he did a side flip. It looked like other people's legs. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. That, that was, was amazing. A little bit of an overact, if you ask me. I would have done like a hold my belly and then just like dramatic fall to the knees and then scream no into the air. You'd go platoon on it? Yeah. I'd scream <laughs> Martin Soul <laughs> to, to really sell that his name was Martin Soul. <laughs> yeah, because we weren't picking up on that. Yeah, that, that, what, that name was not said enough. I feel like that would have really mm-hmm. sold it. Uh, I have. I, I don't have any more notes. Um, I... <laughs> The only thing I wanted to talk about much was the the end scene in the movie theater. <laughs> yeah. When he says, you can't get far, and then chases after him. <laughs> you can't get far. And so Jonathan just immediately drops to the ground as soon as the lights goes off and just starts crawling around the movie theater. It was perfect. The Jonathan I know would have rushed him. I'm sorry. He, yeah, he would have leapt. He would have gotten yeah. hit on to, stood on the seat like and leapt at him like a panther. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's Jonathan's move. That is. <laughs> but instead he hides, which is great. 
and there's shooting going on in White Heat or whatever that movie mm-hmm. is. White Fury. White mm-hmm. Heat. White Heat. White Fury. Oh. Oh. White Fury. <laughs> White Fury, the uh, movie. White movie Fury. The- White Coats. <laughs> My coat. Um, what becomes a legend most? That scene reminded me of Gremlins, for sure. Did you <laughs> say Gremlins? Yeah. yeah. When they're sneaking around in the movie theater. Well, is it time? To... Pick your poke. Um, nobody. I thought I didn't have anybody either. Then Dean went to the Hart's mm. house after after Jennifer was kidnapped and brought an adorable co-agent who was wearing the exact same Sally Jesse Raphael glasses. <laughs> and oh. he, I thought he was so cute. He didn't have any lines and he's not even mentioned in the credits. Mm. <laughs> yeah, you wanted to look him up. <laughs> I tried. Mine is the shitty detective that eats his lunch at the crime scene because he was I knew that uh, was coming. adorable. Uh, yeah, I saw that coming too. <laughs> yeah, he's cute. Uh, when Jonathan says one of these guns has blanks in it, he's visibly shaking. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so it's like clearly yours isn't the one with blanks in it. Oh, I, I did love when he knocked the gun out of the British dude's hand or like when he didn't knock it out of his hand knocks he just aside. knocks it aside he the guy points it directly at jennifer <laughs> he knocks it like into jennifer yeah. yes and then that gun goes off and blows a hole in the ceiling mm-hmm. all right well ratings zero to five hearts beginning with ellen um this is a two and a half for me oh mm-hmm. maybe i should amend that i don't think i usually do that I'm not the one that I usually am not like tweaking my ratings during the podcast, right? True. I realize that there might be a flaw in, in my reasoning for that <laughs> rating. Um, okay, three. But it's partly because, you know, I love spy stuff. I love espionage things. I love, like, that's just, I love it. Mm-hmm. And this just, if you know enough to have a charade reference, I feel like you can do better. You can do better. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. It's like, I'm not angry. Mm-hmm. I'm just a little I'm disappointed. disappointed. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I don't think I usually play that card. I usually try to be like, like a little more upbeat about it and be like, oh, it could have been more. And so I just, uh, but it's just kind of like, eh. Yeah. Also, I've been drinking. (laughs) (laughs) And driving. (laughs) You've been continuously driving this entire time. Yeah, look out, everybody. Whoa. (laughs) She's almost in Walla Walla. (laughs) Ooh. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I am giving this a four. Whoa. Uh, I like this episode. I I have similar issues with it that Ellen has. uh, Because... Shut up, Joe. As much as I like... (laughs) As much as I like you it espionage, <laughs> you know, espionage and spy shit is always great. It's always wonderful. But that in this episode was secondary to me because it really didn't go anywhere. It was just it, it just mm. was like a spinning wheel. Mm-hmm. But the details in the episode were so delightful to me, like the, <laughs> the exploding cake, yeah. the, uh, <laughs> the dead body falling out of the closet and Annette saying, oh, my God, mm-hmm. um, the the. <laughs> ending sequence in the movie theater was really great. I thought it was great. Mm-hmm. I also love that Jennifer mm-hmm. was able to <laughs> just wiggle out of her ropes, yeah. but, but just her feet, her not her hands. Off. Yeah, <laughs> I thought that was really cute. 
Um, <laughs> and she couldn't she couldn't break through the door that was just latched with one of yeah. those shitty like paper clip things. And Jonathan just <laughs> smashed it rather than just unlatching just it. Unlatch it, dude. It's, <laughs> yeah. it's the most inefficient lock in the world. I know. Um, but yeah, I, I don't know. That and then there was some fun in the very beginning and the very end. I liked the hearts interactions with each other. I thought that was mm. really cute. Mm. There was a there was a good Max monologue. There was a, a lot of freeway. Um mm-hmm. <laughs> whatever freeway that might be. <laughs> yeah, whichever freeway we're on. Uh but yeah, I liked it. I like this episode. I'm I'm going huh. for. Mm. I'm extra intrigued about what Joe's rating. I, I am be. too. I'm he's either gonna give it a one or a five. You wanna guess? <laughs> No. Okay. <laughs> Three. Three. Yeah. Oh. Uh, because it did. It felt a little flat at the end. It. I was mm. never fully like excited. It didn't feel like that much fun. It kind of was flat throughout. Yeah. And I didn't. Yeah. Uh. The the weird plot line, although I understood it this time, is <laughs> very convoluted. And I think that if you if they could have simplified that plot a little bit and then gave it a reason to be in a theater, maybe I do like the theater scene, but there's like no reason to be there. It was just bizarre. I didn't know what he was after the whole time either. After he found out that Martin wasn't a real person, what was the kidnapper after? Like what was in the briefcase? Evidence. That was supposed to be evidence. I don't remember them saying that ever. Yeah. They baited him that he had the evidence. Okay. Okay, I see. Of, okay. of Patrick Burke being the leak. Ah. Uh, but so the movie theater name because Max and William Dean, the CIA agent behind the false Martin soul identity, they both referenced seeing Cary Grant, a Cary Grant film on The Late Show. Oh. Um, and I'm assuming since it's, when I think of Cary Grant's spy films, I was like, well, there's Notorious. But the movie theater ending is absolutely a charade reference. So to me, it made sense once they invoked Cary Grant. I see. But I've never, yeah, I've never seen that. So it did not. You haven't seen charade? No. That was so delightful. Basically, if you and Eric talk about a movie, just assume I have not seen it. I haven't seen any movies. Besides F9. F9, yeah. Uh, I did find a pretty good little piece of trivia i don't know if you guys have already mentioned this or if you caught it there's a poster in that theater for stop over tokyo which robert wagner starred in did we catch that oh yeah. i didn't that's I awesome that. isn't that a cool little treat hmm. trivia treat well heart and soul receives a 10 hmm. it heart just attack? just no. seeks into heart attack oh Is i got right? a two then i guess yeah, that- <laughs> <laughs> let's uh, ask margaret <laughs> yeah uh ellen Margaret is like our money penny. <laughs> yeah, she Sorry, people don't know this, but Margaret we were talking money extensively penny. about James Bond before <laughs> recording. Um, Ellen, what are we doing next? Well, I'm so glad you asked. Uh, originally airing on May 4th, 1982. And next week, we're going to be talking about The Hearts Strike Out. Jonathan and Jennifer infiltrate the country's highest stakes card match in an effort to win a gold mine in stolen baseball cards. Oh my god. Ooh. A lot of layers. That sounds like a sports centered episode that Yay, I won't understand baseball. a lot of references. There'll probably be a cameo that we won't we won't know. There will definitely be a cameo <laughs> that we don't know. Um I feel like I'm on the cusp of beginning uh pursuit of Fantasy baseball leagues. Whoa. What? 
Right. So you know something about I, baseball. I know we'll never speak about this again. <laughs> have, have fun talking about it this time. Yeah, you may know something about baseball, but I'm discovering I don't know anything about you. <laughs> <laughs> Good thing we're family. No, I'm, I know um, there's Babe Ruth. That's one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's Ellen grinding her gears. <laughs> <laughs> that's the NOS. <laughs> I know. I know. There's Babe Ruth. I know. There's Babe Ruth. Um, correct. Oh, Joe. Correct. Thank you, uh, Mr. Garber in the front row. Yes. Correct. <laughs> there was a, a baseball player B. <laughs> I'd, I'd score one B. point. <laughs> <laughs> I am absolutely trying not to talk about this fantasy league <laughs> baseball thing. You can. You're, you're, you're doing all right. We just might not react <laughs> to anything you say. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, shit. All right. All right. All right. All right. Ten points. All right. <laughs> all, all right. Two words all is what we're right. saying. We're not yeah, saying the word. Right, all one right word. is two one words. Word. No, I'm saying the two I'm words. sticking with the who. I'm, I'm, yeah, right, I'm, I'm going by who I'm, English. I'm being proper. Yeah. <laughs> the Queen's the qu- English. <laughs> the Queen's English. All right. <laughs> the Queen being Pete Townsend. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right. <laughs> Thank you all for listening. Uh, I hope you are all right. All right. Uh, all right. I one have word or two. I have a note. <laughs> what? We, no, we're done. We have taken care like, what's of happening? It's over. <laughs> I know, but I because I didn't Don't know. Don't make me talk about fantasy baseball leagues right now. <laughs> Please. But the Don't quote. Don't make her talk about fantasy baseball. <laughs> <laughs> uh, where is it? And like, I'm going to turn this car around. Hang on. <laughs> She's coming back home. She's going to a bar. <laughs> Got a refill. Yeah. U-turn's okay on blinking yellow. Uh, well, while Joe yeah. looks up his last note, I'm going to say thank you for listening. Please follow us on it was <laughs> on Instagram and on Twitter at it was. Joe, are you just looking at the Interpol website again? <laughs> yeah. It is so fun. We you can also it. email us at itwasmurderpod at gmail dot com. Uh, please rate and review us wherever you're listening to your podcast. Uh, look up the episodes if you're having trouble finding them. Look up the episodes on Google. Just <laughs> just type in the the titles every time the word heart is in it it's h-a-r-t <laughs> use a tracking device to find the episodes <laughs> we have very small tracking devices that will help we have the smallest, <laughs> smallest available tracking device one available <laughs> <laughs> it's it's 30 dollars for shipping <laughs> um freeway needs to lose two pounds um so does boba boba I hope that uh, he got enough food and sleeps well. Good night, Freeway. <laughs> Good night, Freeway. Good night, Freeway, number two. Or whoever you are. Yeah, whoever you are. <laughs>